Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Not just any Joel T. Coleman, I might add. Not just my podcast partner, Joel T. Coleman. Not even just my friend, Joel T. Coleman. The nominee for Mississippi Sports Writer of the Year, Joel T. Coleman. Oh, yes. You didn't know? No. It's first time you I have, I saw the ballot today. You know, Richard Cross won Sportscaster of the Year last year. Joel T. Coleman nominated for Mississippi Sports Writer of the Year. It's you against Rick Cleveland. And down he goes. Let me tell you something about Rick Cleveland. <laughs> His time has passed. Damaged goods. Joel Coleman is the future of this business. I'm going to cut oh. a promo for you. Congratulate. You didn't know? I had no clue. Just saw that today. Richard Cross said you've got his vote. Don't worry. Where do you even see that at? Uh, I don't, are you a member of the National Sports Media Association? I, maybe. I, Evidently you are. <laughs> I guess if I'm nominated. You have been nominated for sports. You have been nominated and will be possibly the sports writer of the year in the state of Mississippi. Well, I'm pretty sure if it's me versus Rick Cleveland and uh, yeah, I, David Goliath situation here, but hey. Who won, who won that? Who won that? That's true. That's true. Rick Cleveland! So what you're telling me is... Your I need time to, has passed! I gotta go find a slingshot, yeah. a couple of rocks, and start throwing, gotta, it at, throwing it at the gov. You, you, you need to break a story in the next couple of days. You can get you a good one in there. Alright. Oh, Congratulations. Man. Well, I did not know you didn't know. I, I figured you were going to be like, you play it off and be all humble, but you didn't know. I, I legitimately did not know, and in fact, I wonder if I would have ever known if you hadn't told me because he's going to win, and so you don't know that he's going to win. How is he not going to win? I don't. I don't. It's the. Let gub. me tell you something right now. We're going. We're going. We're going to lobby. And we're going to make this happen. Well, if there's anybody out there that listens to this program and you enjoy me in any way, or even if you don't enjoy me, it's kind of like the reviews on our podcast. Yeah, just vote. Just vote yes, and then just, when he gets up there, he makes a fool of himself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right. something about the people I work with. Richard Cross, Mississippi Sports Caster of the Year last year, now Joel T. Coleman. Well, you know, rising tide lifts all boats, Brian, and, and, and you have jumped into the When into I jump the in the water, water the, the water goes the water up. Water goes the water up. goes up when I'm in the pool. <laughs> I just I just tell you that. Didn't know that. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, congratulations. I'll, all right. I will gladly accept second best. No, no, no. You're number one. Number one. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, oh, we got a good show today. Let's talk about uh thank you guys though for tuning in. Had to give Joel his props there. Uh, but I want to thank you guys for tuning in wherever you tune in at supertalk.fm wherever you're getting podcasts we appreciate you guys being on board with us and of course we appreciate the servicemen and women who are taking care of us around the world hopefully you guys are headed home for the holidays hope to see you uh, this weekend if you are in Starkville this weekend you need to check out Strange Brew Coffee House or Churn and Spoon Ice Cream and also this uh, this Thursday wanted, got, a, got word from Strange Brew they had a million dollar idea without our help Okay, they will be open every day this week 5.30 a.m. to midnight. So You know how pumped up that makes me. So it because means, I, I can, on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving, on the way to the Egg Bowl, get jacked up with some strange brew. And on the way home. And on the way home. Yeah, yeah uh, barring 17 overtimes. And, and and God knows, we're going, we, we could possibly, depending on the situation, yeah. have a show Thursday night and Oh, Friday, I was going to keep right? that a secret. Now look at you. you, you didn't, oh, you, I didn't know that was to put the cat out of the bag. Surprise. I didn't know. My bad. I was going to surprise our listeners with if State had won, but... Yes, if if state wins, we will do a. Well, now they can look forward to that. Yes, and and, and we'll so anyway, if it, state loses, you'll hear from us on Monday. You, well, you know, you gave me a surprise. Now I've surprised you by ruining your surprise. <laughs> at, at any rate, here, uh, should we do that show? Yeah, I have a stop to make before I come to the studio. Yeah, the the studio will smell of blueberries. 
on that night. So check them out. Like I said, they're going to be open all week, 530. Black Friday, before you go to the mall, before you head off to do your shopping, charge up with some Strange Brew. You need that caffeine. Double shot of espresso. Get ready to rumble. By the way, folks, I'm always plugging that blueberry cobbler, always plugging that caramel macchiato. Mm -hmm. Their, you know, trademark drink over there, Mm -hmm. albino squirrel. Yeah, it's my wife's favorite. Finally got one the other day. What'd you think of that? Myself and and Ryan Connolly. What's up, Ryan? Yeah. Well, just back into the country from serving our country. Uh, We we lost our albino, not, not, our albino squirrel virginities were lost the other day. God. (laughs) Uh. And I must say, I must say. Yeah, it's good. It was outstanding. And my wife loves it. And now I will be rotating back and forth between Caramel Macchiato and and Albino Squirrel. A lot going on today. We will talk a lot about men's basketball in just a moment. And that'll be in our second segment. Uh, We got our picks contest, which let me double check something about this picks contest. I just want to be sure about something because you are eight behind me now. Oh, I'm dead. So, like, it's it's not even, you've clinched. Well, that's what the bubbly. I want to see, uh, I just want to see if that's accurate. So, yeah, you're down eight, and we are picking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We are picking eight games. You have to have a clean sweep, and that would include Arkansas winning to uh, to, to beat me. I mean. So, I've got like the uh, the star. I've clinched, but I haven't, I'm not the outright winner just yet. I was sort of hoping it was only seven. I wanted to be able to go ahead and get a little bit of the bubbly today, but I have to wait another, another few days, evidently. I have to wait till Friday to know for sure. That's okay. So, all right. Joe Moorhead. Talk to him on uh, Monday. Is it the last time we'll ever talk to him on a Monday? Well, now you've just gone and cast a pall all over the show, haven't you? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. And um, we can talk more about that in a minute. We will. Like. I thought the focus of his press conference was shenanigans of the personal foul variety. I talked a lot a little bit about last year's Egg Bowl and everything that went on off the field. Play with Not class, but don't take no crap off nobody's what he said last year, bro. That's what he said. Well, Except I, he threw a, one I, of his seven in there instead of crap. He did. Uh, he, well, he, if you watch that video, he threw about five or six of his <laughs> seven in. Uh, d- just straight up question, do you expect shenanigans, for lack of a better word, do you expect there to be some uh, some some heated moments? I mean, beyond what you normally see in a football game in, in this weekend or this if, Thursday. If you're asking me, do I expect to see another bench clearing brawl like we got last year in the middle of the game? A pier six altercation. My guess is no, because look, that doesn't usually happen in the middle of the game. You get some personal fouls. Fi- if you're asking me if I think there's going to be a, a few extra personal fouls and some unsportsman likes and. Uh, little excessive celebration kind of stuff. Yeah, that happens all the time. I, I expect that. Brawls and ripping off helmets in the middle of the game, I, I, that's not something that I'm banking on happening. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm not going to rule it out. Right. Um, but but I, I wouldn't expect that would happen because I do think, I mean, you got to remember, that was kind of made a big deal out of. And, and I know that they had the sit-down with Cohen and Bjork. A lot of good that did because Bjork left like two weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was Parrish Offord at the the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal that they put out an, an article uh, yesterday talking about some of the things that Sankey said. I think he's also talked with Keith Carter now, too, mm-hmm. a little bit about it and stuff. Yeah. So I, I think this has kind of been hammered home, like, look, we don't need this again kind of thing. So it's, I don't think mid-game you're going to have 
you know, Royal Rumble, World War Three, War Games, whatever you want to call it. You got all three of them in I got there. I just chunked them all in one. <laughs> Battle Bowl. I don't know what you want to... I don't think you're going to get that, I don't, if you made me guess. But, yeah, if they... If somebody... There's, there's plunder all over the field. <laughs> they done hit him with a commode lid. <laughs> I, but, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if there's some pregame jawing and, and you get right. the, the little rush to the middle and everybody's pointing at each other. That kind of junk wouldn't surprise me, but... But I, I feel I like they, 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 I think that's some of the stuff they're stressing, though. I, I wonder, I wonder, and I asked Joe Moorhead about this, like, you know, how much does this trickle down? Because telling Cohen and Bjork or Carter something is one thing. First off, you're, tell, you're telling them something they already know. Yeah. All right? I mean, you really, this is sort of like when your parents are like, you better clean your room. I know I need to clean my room. But at the same time, like, how much of that trickles down to the actual players? You know, and what's Moorhead going to say? Oh, if you get a penalty, I'm going to pull. No. How, how much, I get what you're saying. How much does, and I'll use him because he's, you know, will be somebody that this is his last egg bowl and he's been a central figure in this mess the last right. three or four years. Leo Lewis, does he care that, that anybody has, no. has has told Joe Moorhead and John Cohen to behave? No. Yeah. No, he's going to go out there and, you know. he's going to be pumped up. He's going to be pumped up and he's going to play. And if somebody gets in his face, he's going to react to it. Just like anybody else would. So. I feel like it's overblown, but at the same time, it's something to watch, if that makes sense, right? I think something's going to happen. I feel like there's just too much desperation in this Egg Bowl. There's just too much, you know, this is all we have on both sides. I mean, that's fair. That's a, you, know? you, you, can, you can draw me out a scenario to where we have – I was trying to think of another wrestling reference. Elimination Chamber was the only one that came to mind. That doesn't really apply. Uh <laughs> You can draw me out a scenario where it does get out of hand, but if you just made me guess, it doesn't happen often enough for me to just expect play to be stopped and helmets to start getting ripped off. Right. You know, Jim Ross talking about stomping a mud hole in somebody. I don't don't think Miles Garrett's going to make an appearance. Yeah. (sighs) Who plays angrier? Who has who has more to play for on on Thursday? Because on paper, well, it's on paper, it'll state, yeah. But if you're Ole Miss, can you really? I mean, you would have lost two straight, three of the last four, and you're just you're just dying to have something to sell your fans on. Ole Miss is literally right now playing for pride. That's it, right? Because apparently Matt Luke's back, no matter what happens correct. on Thursday night. That, that you're not playing for your correct. You're not playing for your coach. You're not playing. I, I think everything would have to go perfectly for Ole Miss to sneak into a bowl game with APR. Right. Like they, they have to get this fifth win. They have to win the game, and then a lot of other stuff has to happen. Don't think it's real likely. So they're really not even playing for a bowl game. Um, I think they've already decided John Reese Plumley is the, or John Rice Plumley. I've got to get that. Every time I see his name, I want to say Reese. It's John Rice Plumley. I, I, I went through it for like two months. Um, but it, Being on a show with a bunch of Ole Miss guys, it helps, it helps. iron that out. They talk about him a lot. <laughs> but you're not like trying to decide who your quarterback is next year, Tim. There's nothing really going on in this game other than you know pride for Ole Miss. So who has more to play for? State. The question is, do they care enough about the things they have to play for? Right. And I don't know the answer to that question. You got. To, I, I had. We had the remote today at a timeout lounge at sports at the timeout sportsbook at timeout lounge. I can never get the name right. Over at the Golden Moon kind today. Like John Rice Plumley. Exactly. Me. It's just we're just all over the place. So I wasn't at uh, player availability. You got to talk to some players. What, what was sort of the message and the mood of those guys? Well, they were asked a good bit actually about the emotional component of it, and 
I mean, they said all the right things, as you would expect, especially with the guys we talked to. I mean, we talked to Daryl Williams and Errol Thompson and Squarius uh, Landrews, you know, some, some guys that are older guys, you know, they're not going to come in there and, and, and talk about, yeah, I can't wait to rip off somebody's face mask. Ain't, ain't going to happen. <laughs> uh, they, they talked about, uh, I don't know that they use the Joe Moorhead-ism of, of play with emotion without being emotional, but right. but they basically said that. Um, just, uh, you know, don't do stupid stuff kind of thing. I mean, that, that was, you just never know until they kick off. And this thing gets to going until somebody pops off at the mouth, and you just don't know what how this thing's gonna go down. Um, I'm not gonna be surprised either way. You know, I guess I'm backtracking a little bit on what I said earlier. But if there's a brawl, I'm not shocked. If they if they keep their right. composure, I'm not shocked. Um, it's gonna be a a typical egg bowl, I guess. Uh, with with the fact that I, I don't know that either fan base is really excited going in. You know, I it's kind of like I guess one of those olden day egg bowls. Both teams are all they out of it, and it's yeah. all you got, and it's kind of what it is. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and to be totally honest with you, I think if you're you're a Mississippi State fan, you almost want to see a little anger and excitement. You know, you might you might take a penalty early just to prove that you're in the game. Because, you know, they've been so bad about starting slow and not playing with a lot, not looking engaged. And it's sort of, you know, can you get what you did against LSU? I'll tell you this. If they play the first half the way they played against LSU, they'll be up two scores at the half because Ole Miss is not LSU. If they can play like that, but, you know, that, that they, they said they, had, they were not out of control that day. They had the, the right emotion and the right mindset that day. If they can channel that again, and I think they can, they have a chance, you know, to put the game away pretty early. Because I, I, what you said yesterday about state and, and starting slow, and, and if Ole Miss gets out, you, you're you're worried. I think the same can be said for Ole Miss too, because if they fall behind, it they they've fallen behind a lot this year, and they and they for the most part have not been able to come back. So that's when they've put up a lot of their points yeah, and things that right. all these statistics. Now that I don't. The, that, the problem with that is, you know, I don't know that state's going to get to fifty points and have such a comfortable margin that if Ole Miss gets to thirty. Who cares? The game, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be like that, but there's something. You know, I feel like when we look at this game, you and I, and especially the fans, and this is not a knock on the fans because that's what being a fan is. You're just in the maroon bubble so much that you, all you see is state's problems because that's the games you've been watching. But if you watch Ole Miss, they have problems of their own. And if you, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, we uh, we today at our uh, press conference, Brad Logan was there. Who is you know he he works with the Clarion Ledger, but everybody knows he's he's sort of like me. He's an Ole Miss guy, you know. I talked to Brian Rippey, Brian Scott Rippey, who we will have a talk. We, Joel and I will talk to tomorrow, along with I will talk to Ben Garrett. We got a lot of, of extra Ole Miss content coming this week for the Egg Bowl, and they seem pretty convinced. Oh yeah, state's state's probably going to win. And then you talk to the state people, me, you, and, and and we're like, I don't know, Ole Miss could very easily. So I feel like the people who aren't inside the bubble are 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 not seeing the same things. So. On paper, and this is why state, that's why the sharp money has moved this line. You know so why that is, though, right? When you cover a team, you're more apt to see their flaws. Right, right. The sharp money has moved this line from Ole Miss minus one to state minus two. FPI says state 65% to win. Analytically, Ole Miss is not a good team. The eye test says they're better than state. And I think part of that is because they play well in their losses. When state loses, they just get 
pushed off the field. When Ole Miss loses, they're in the game until the end. Or at least put some good right. window dressing on but it. But with State, their win this sounds funny, but State's wins are just better. State's beaten three bowl teams. Say what you want about Louisiana, say what you want about Southern Miss, and say what you want about Kentucky. They are three bowl teams. Ole Miss has beaten three of the worst teams in the country. And an FCS team that's, you know, a mid-tier FCS team. And then that game, they were that game was in doubt in the fourth quarter. The game against uh, Arkansas was a seven-point game in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, they blew out Vanderbilt and they blew out New Mexico State, but I feel like State has, has projected its negativity towards its own program to, onto this Egg Bowl in a way that they've built Ole Miss up to be something they are not. Ole Miss can win the game. Ole Miss, you know, could very easily win the game. Ole Miss could win the game by a lot of points. But we, we've, and I think you and I may be guilty of this to a, a certain extent, we've turned Ole Miss into like the 2015 Ole Miss team. Like Chad Kelly and Kim Diche and Treadwell are going to walk out the, walk out there. They're not. Yeah. This is not a good football it's team not coming a to start not coming. It's not even a knot. <laughs> it's not a jugger. <laughs> it's, it's they're just not any good. They're a four win team. They've beaten nobody. Defensively, they have huge flaws. They've got a lot of talent offensively, but they're one dimensional. And so, if both teams bring their A game, state wins. State wins. State wins. Yep. Period. In the, in the state, we're, we're Joel and I are getting ready to go to a bowl. But I will say that B from state B plus may not be enough. May not be enough. Yep. The, the, the more here we go. I get to do it. The margin for error is so slim in this game. I owe Joe Moorhead 38 cents for that. <laughs> but it is. This is a game where the, the more than ever before, the margin of error is very slim. One mistake either way could swing the game. 100%. Up An intercept. I'll tell you this right now. I'll, I'll make a guarantee. If somebody gets a defensive touchdown, that team's going to win the game. I feel really confident. If, 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 if State can get a pick six... Or pick up a fumble and score, I would say a special teams touchdown, but you and I both know that's not happening. But if they can get a non-offensive touchdown... This is the game Joey Jones has been waiting on to bust Oh, down. my God. <laughs> can you imagine? First <laughs> punt of the game, Malik Deer just takes it all the way. Just houses like, it. <laughs> but I, I feel pretty confident in saying that. If a non-offensive touchdown could easily be the difference in this game. The first team to make a bad mistake is going to lose. Feels like it. Yeah. There's no, there is no margin for uh, it. Unless you just have a mistake fest, yeah. and then everybody's just who, who makes the fewest. That could be the case, too. I mean, it could you could end up with a sloppy game. Looks like from a weather perspective, it's going to be cold but clear. No rain. So it should be a nice day for tailgating out in the junction. If you're going to have Thanksgiving out there, it looks like that's what I'm going to be doing. A friend, friend of the show, Alex McDaniel, told me that she is bringing me a salted caramel pie. Now, I don't know. I've never had a salted caramel pie. There's one, there's one word in that that lets me know it's going to be great. Pie? I was thinking, well, that, that too, but I, I was thinking caramel. caramel. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. She said she, I don't know if she's, if she's pulling my leg, I'm going to be mad. But she said she's bringing it, you know. So I, I might whisper a, you know, something nice about Ole Miss. If, if she, I have to whisper it. But if she brings me that pie, I'll be pretty happy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it doesn't look like the weather's going to be a factor. You know, if it was going to be pouring down rain, I would think Ole Miss would have a huge advantage. Um, but as it is, you know, go back to better quarterback, feels like it's a push. Better coach, it's a push at worst. State has home field. 
So I think that's sort of why State's a two-point favorite right now. They're at home. They have the full defense. I, I get why they would be favored. I don't. I haven't made my prediction yet, and honestly, I've never struggled with one this much. Normally, I know like two weeks out who I'm going to pick. Um, the last time I, I just to give you guys a, a uh, I think I mean, did I say this on the show? I don't think I said it on the show. I said it. No, I said it today at the press conference uh, after it was over. When all those years on Bulldog Sports Radio, I could play a little less. A little, a little looser with the rules of, of being a, a professional journalist or unbiased or whatever. So I was just never going to pick Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, the last time I thought Ole Miss was going to win was 2016, and I was wrong. I thought State would win in 2015 and 2017. 17, I can't really, you know, the, the injury changed everything. 15, Ole Miss was just better. Um, but I don't have a good track record for my gut feel for these games. Last year was like really the first year in a while. Because in 14, I thought State was going to go up there and win too. So 14, 15, 16, 17, my gut feeling was wrong on all all those games. Last year I was right. I don't even have a true gut feeling. I've been saying for three weeks on this show I don't, that I, I, don't know. I, that I think State's going to win the game. Yeah, and, and, you, and, and you've stuck to that. And and I think that that's because I know at its core, or I say I know, I mean I feel like at, their, at its core, with all of the suspended guys playing mm-hmm. and with the team relatively healthy, State is just better. I agree. Now I, I know say. I know that I'm not saying that it's definite they're going to win the game, but right. I feel like if you played this game ten times, State would win six of them. Okay, kind of deal. that's fair. Like, I, I I feel like that's the case. Yeah, and so I'm just going with what I who I feel is the and better it, football it really team, is, and they're at home too. It really is simple for State. This it's 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 simple, but it's very complex because no one's able to do it. But if you bottle up Plumley, that's the ball game. If you can s- scheme away. To keep him in the pocket and not let him get outside and make those runs, and you're going to win and the ball. That was kind game. of what Jaquarius Landry said tonight. He's like, we're going to spy him and we're going to play our role in the secondary. Yeah. And if you do that, you're, and you, then you accomplish what you, you know, and particularly in the second, if you make sure that he doesn't all of a sudden beat you in any way with his arm, right? You feel like Shoop can shut That's down. That's going to be Willie Gay's job, by the way. That spy it has to be Gay or Cole. One of the two is going to be wherever. He, and a friend of mine who's a coach made a really good. He's like, I'm pressuring. Up the middle. I'm sorry. I'm spying up the middle, and I'm pressuring from the edge. So you're going to flush him into the middle, and that's where the spy is going to be. That's 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 the game plan. Now, is that going to be Bob Shoup's game plan? I don't know, but it sounds on paper what what he said sounds pretty good, and we'll see if it, if it goes with that. Let's talk a little basketball because they deserve. We, we didn't get into any more headness, more more headness there much. More headedness. More headedness. Eh, not you know not a whole ton today. I didn't think. <sighs> He, you know, and credit too to Tyler Horka for for asking the question in the press conference setting. You're not going to get an answer there, mm-hmm. but an on the record comment. We we kind of had it there, I guess, and and the fact that that he said no, that he has not talked to any administrators about right. his future. Um, keep in mind, this is the same guy that told us no, I'm not looking ahead to Ole Miss either. So he right. he'll lie to you, which I don't blame him. If I was coach, I, would I think too. we're I think we're. <laughs> I think we're all okay well, with that. Well, I think we're overstating the, the I lie. It's not, I, it's not like it was a bold-faced yes, lie. We I, knew you know, yes. it was a little white lie. But I think this, too, is a situation where it, there could be a little white lie. I'm not saying there is or there isn't, but it could be. And let's just say that here's where I stand on this. I feel, and you can disagree if you want. This is a pretty basic statement, so you may not disagree in any way. If State wins Thursday, Joe Moore is your coach next year, and if State loses Thursday, I don't think he's going to be. Yeah, that's where I am on this. Like I'm, I'm pretty yeah, cut I'll, and dried with be, it. I won't be and and, and, and I, I've never been a fan of boiling it down to one game. 
because I, if you, if you boiled it down to one game, I feel like you know it's well, how are you going to judge a man on sixty minutes of football? You take the program into consideration, not sixty minutes of football. But I just I'll say this, and it's really the only thing I can add, and it's kind of one of the reasons I want us to hit on it just for a second. I have now given state the opportunity to uh, give the vote of confidence if they want to, mm-hmm. and it hadn't happened. Right. Not saying that, they may, that, that I may not get a response today or something like that, but they, they have been given the opportunity to, uh, if they wanted to say, ah, Joe's had to deal with this, that, and the other. He's back next year no matter what. They've been given that chance if they want to. Yeah. And they have not. I've been surprised that it hasn't happened. They have not taken uh, that opportunity. And so that makes me feel like it is very much in the air on what's going to happen after Thanksgiving night. And. So yeah, that that's that in addition to some other things, it just makes me feel like State wins the ball game on Thursday night. Joe Moore's coming back, and if they don't, my guess is he's not. And both of those are, are guesses, but right now that's my educated guess based yeah. on everything we've heard. All right. You feel differently? No. We're on the same page. It's almost no. like we're a team. But that said, I don't think it's a slam dunk. But I feel like I'm leaning that way. So all right, let's talk men's basketball. But in both ways, you don't think it's a slam dunk? No, I think it's a slam dunk. He's back. If he wins. If he wins. Joel just doesn't want to talk about men's basketball. Let's just be honest. Uh, well, I just... I, <laughs> I think I do, if he I, wins, he's back. If he loses, I think he's gone, but it's not a slam dunk. Yeah. It's not 100%. I, at the end of the day, if John Cohen says, as a former coach myself, I know that if I had been judged on my second year, that wouldn't have been fair to me, and I don't think it's fair to judge in his second year what's going on here. Yeah. I feel like the pro... The, we believe in the process. If he says all these things, nobody's going to be totally shocked, are they? I'm not. So yeah. So right. now we can talk about basketball. Men's Ryan. basketball. I just thought that that was the hot topic in Mississippi State land. I we are not we a hot takery show. We are well, not. I didn't give any hot takes. Everything that I just said was founded in information gathering. Information. I am a nominee for Mississippi uh, This is true. Right it is true. Maybe I should listen to you more. <laughs> all right. Bulldogs go 2-1 and one out there in Myrtle Beach. They get the win. Big win. 81-56 was the final on uh, Sunday against Coastal Carolina. Uh, double-double for uh, Tyson Carter. He had two double-doubles in this tournament. One with rebounds and one with assists. Uh, another nice day for Reggie Perry. State just dominated that team. They were much better than that team. But what do we always say here on Thunder and Lightning? When you're better than the other team, you should dominate them. Yep. Um, watching this team play, they don't look the same. And what I mean by that is, Defensively, there's a lot of energy, and they're very unselfish. They are moving the basketball around a lot. And, again, I hate to bang on Lamar Peters because I, I thought he was a good player, but his the style of, that he played with, I'll try to be as nice as I can here, didn't really lend itself to a lot of ball movement. He wanted to have the ball, try to break down the defense, and, and maybe one or two passes to get an open shot. Are you calling Lamar Peters a ball hog, Brian? In the nicest way possible. Okay. Just want to uh, make sure. But this team is always seems to be looking to make the extra pass. Um, they have three stars. Carter, Carter's probably the lesser of the three, but he's still really, really good. And then you've got Perry and Woodard, who are NBA guys. They're going to, I believe, they will both be pros. Um, and then you've got your role players. I mean, you need some more from them. I, I do on on uh, on Friday. I mean. He going in. I think with like six minutes to go in the game, he had no points and no rebounds. That can't happen. You didn't get anything out of your bench. You didn't get anything out of Fazell or Aduro. You didn't get much out of Molinar or Stewart that day. 
But this team is going to, but Villanova, by the same token, Villanova is a really, really good basketball team. Probably as good as State is going to play for the rest of the season. State scored, I think, what, 76 points in that game? That's going to be enough to win almost every night out in the SEC. Anything they get from Molinar and Stewart is just going to be gravy, especially when Nick Weatherspoon gets back, which is now, what, three games away? Three, I think, yeah. This team is trouble. This team is going to, if they continue to play at this level, they will be a they will be a lock for the NCAA tournament, and they will be in contention for a really high seed and a possible you know possibly be in the mix to win the SEC if they keep playing at this level. The level I'm telling you right now, even on a loss, if they play every game the rest of the year the way they played Villanova, they won't lose but maybe two or three more games. I mean, I. I it's tough to disagree much with that, yeah. man. They, they they have looked really, really impressive. Yeah, they look sharper and, than you thought they would. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There were some moments early on in the season, first couple games, you know, getting down whatever it was, seventeen, eighteen points, and to to Sam Houston State, and and some of the turnover stuff still bothers you a little bit, I think. But by and large, man, this is a complete team. Mm-hmm. You know, they can. <laughs> They can beat you defensively. Could be elite defensively. I think we've said that before, especially when Nick gets back. They can beat you with the three ball. You know, they they can they can get inside with with, with Perry, and uh, they can do a lot of stuff. And 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 the guys, you don't feel like there's a huge drop off when you turn to the bench. Even you know, right. it's it's just a. I mean, there's going to be what they're going to play. Basically, play a nine man, maybe eight man rotation. I think when when Nick gets back. You know, Molinar will probably go to the bench. Yeah, and so you know, you'll play more Molinar and Stewart off the bench with Fizel and Adoro, and and you know, sort of take it from there. Devin Butts even got in the game. Well, on Sunday. Well, they they, they, they cleared the bench. Quentin Post and the rest of the guys got was in that, last was game. It, was that okay? Yeah, I mean, they were up thirty points. So I mean, I, yeah. I was thinking he got in earlier, but maybe he didn't. No, no, he, he, they, they, the game was in hand when those guys got in. Uh but you feel good. They have a lot of length. They close out on shots. They play defense. They play defense the way it's supposed to be played. Like last year, there were times last year where we felt like you know Holman had that issue sort of early. Uh, Q was, I love Quindary Weatherspoon, but he, he was not the most energetic player. Now he played. Not that say he didn't play hard. You just it just came easy for him, and that's that can make fans think that he's not trying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's just not This a, team, they're a, they're all over the place. They're a lot of frenetic energy. Q is a little bit Garrett Schrader-esque in that yeah. like there's just a unflappableness to his face and to his emotions. Yeah. Like you just don't ever know what's going on. And 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 I think we've talked about that before when it came to this basketball team. That's part of the reason why I think some folks didn't buy in. It's star player just kind of looked I don't, I don't want to say out of it because he wasn't out of it. He was just a guy that didn't have that's a lot just, of emotion. That was just his, his mindset was, and the way he played. That's who he is. And, and there isn't any, anything at all wrong with that. Right. It's just, you know, it's tough to there, – there's not a lot of personality to grab a hold of yeah. um, there. That's it. I think I, I compared it to Garrett. Garrett in interviews and things does show a little more personality yeah, than, than, than Q, Q did. did. But, like, on the court playing-wise. Right. So but, but this but yeah. team has a lot of energy. Yeah. And they, they really seem to play hard. They get up and down the court. I think that if they have a weakness, I don't know how good they are in the half-court game. If you play a team that can sort of slow you down in transition. But they have shooters. you know, And even Perry. 
Perry was, I think, was one for ten for his first threes. But since then, he's been shooting at a pretty good clip. Woodard can stretch the floor. I'm one thing I am I do want to see from State at some point, and I don't know how much that we've seen it. I think your best lineup is going to be Weatherspoon, Carter, Stewart, or Molinar with Perry and Woodard, and just go small. But that lineup right there, first off, defensively they're just fine. You know, because how many teams have nobody has Shaq down there that they need a dude to, to tangle with. But that team can get up and down the floor. They're going to be athletic. They're going to be quick in transition. That team's a nightmare. The problem with that is, though, in that in that scenario, you're putting you know Perry under the basket a good bit. There is he is he fouling, getting a lot of foul trouble. Well, I no, no, you can't start that lineup. But that's but a lineup you can go then, to yeah. when you when you want to when you want to quicken the tempo. Yeah, I think you know something like the end of the half. You want to put like a quick push up there. You know, somewhere you're up five or six, and you're like, let's make it ten real quick. That lineup, that lineup works, and you, and you don't really lose anything rebounding because Carter, Weatherspoon, and Stewart are all good rebounding guards, and Woodard's a good rebounder. You're not really losing anything. Yeah. There. So, I like this team. You know, it's it's early. It could it, it could easily unravel, but right now they're playing really really well, and I, I like what I'm seeing from them. Do you kind? <laughs> seems weird to say this. We we say they'll be, and and I I don't I think you can have too many good players. But do you worry at all about Nick coming back and kind of messing up a good thing here? <laughs> I don't. I don't because Nick is a team player, and I, th- I think he hasn't played in you know twenty games. He missed the last. He's got to be chomping at the bit, but at the same time, he's got to want to win too. I mean, he had to miss out on all the NCAA stuff last year. He doesn't want to do that again. I think I think from a mental standpoint, everything's going to be fine. He did get some shoes though, I think, because remember when we had that. He got the shoes. His name, but was that's all he got. Shoes. So, all right, what a show! We're not done. Oh, no, we're not because it's time to Dang. finish up these picks. I was hoping we could just wrap it up. No, no. College Corner would not have it that way. They sponsor our pick contest. Our good friends over there. Uh, this holiday season, you want to do your shopping at College Corner for the Bulldog, Rebel, or Golden Eagle in your life. Go to either one of their two locations in the Jackson area. You can head over to the uh, Ridgeland location by Fleet Feet or by the Flowood location over there by the Half Shell and check out their incredible selection of MSU logo wear and tailgating goods and, and just the stuff, you know, the decorative stuff you want to have around the house. To make sure everybody who walks through your door knows that you are a Bulldog fan. So, Is that the end of the ad? I got a little bit more. Okay. And, of course, you can always shop online <laughs> at collegecornerstore.com. So wherever you're going to do that, do your shopping with College Corner. Don't wait till you're in Startable to make those purchases. Do them before you leave the house at College Corner. Joel Coleman has something to say. There's eight games, right? Yeah. And I'm down. You're down eight. Eight. So yeah. I have to get them all right. You have to get them so, all so right. So basically, the route that I have to take here is just let you pick. Uh huh. You want to do that? And, here, here's and, what and I whoever would, you don't pick, I have the other. Here's one. what I'm going to say to you. Why don't you just have some respect for yourself and pick the games regularly? Because then it's over, because we're going to pick a, a game that's the same, and then I have zero chance. Well, that's what I'm just saying. You, you, so you're basically telling me to give up. I'm telling you to have, you don't want to lose by 15, is what I'm trying to tell you. In the words of John Cena, uh-huh. never give up. Never give up. So, here's what I'm going to do. I uh-huh. don't care if you beat me by 15. Okay. Because if you beat me by 15, I've got to buy you dinner. Yeah. And if you beat me by one, yeah. i got to buy you dinner. All right. So, it doesn't really matter which way we go here. So, let's hear A let's, loss is a loss. Let's hear you say these words then when I tell you that I'm picking Missouri over Arkansas. Go ahead and say it. Say it out loud where everybody can hear it. Oh, my God. Big Suey. Woo. Whatever it is. I don't know. I do a little Ric Flair woo at the end for them. Hey, man. They need a little bit more of the woo. Big Suey. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take Clemson to beat South Carolina. Must jump. Right. Yeah. 
I'm going to take Georgia to beat Georgia Tech. Swag chalice. Get the, the juice points. Get the juice, yeah. All right, here's one. For real. I'm going to take Kentucky to beat Louisville. I think, I think I'll go with Satterfield in, in the boys. <laughs> well, I, okay. Why not? All right. <laughs> I'm going to take Alabama to beat Auburn. The Gus bus will be rolling <laughs> on Saturday. Oh, I'm <laughs> I thought Arkansas was bad. Here we go. I'm going to take Tennessee to beat Vanderbilt. Derek Mason ain't going down without throwing some punches. Uh, oh, you're right about that. I'm going to take LSU to beat Texas A&M. I mean, Jimbo, they, they paid that man millions because of what he's going to do I, on, on this I one. I love this, this rationalization. It's fantastic. And last of all, he's, oh, yeah, I'm going to take Florida to beat Florida State. Tell you what, Florida State's got a lot of pride to get out of this one. You know, they, they, their coach has been canned. Apparently, he didn't even sign a contract. Yeah, I was gonna say they might. He might have. They have a lot of money too. <laughs> oh me, but we all know old Danny boy. You know, he he goes into these rivalry games. Ah, we're never losing that team again. And then he loses. So this, this Florida thing. State. Oh, you're used to I'm chopping, used to chopping right. brother. Look get, at that! The greatest comeback in the history of picks is going. Or down. the most. Humiliating defeat. And either way, it so, costs the same. You're right about that. I should make it if you if you lose by fifteen, I should, I'm getting I'm getting two pizzas. Well see now now we've changed the rules. Huh? No 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 no. No 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 no. Winner can order whatever he wants. That just hurt, that just hurts that you do that to a friend, man. <laughs> you should have seen the tab I put on Bob Carscadden at <laughs> Commodore Bob's. He's still stinging from that. What was it? Do you remember? Oh, it was it was over a hundred before the t- before I didn't have, I didn't have any booze. And that was just you. I didn't even. Well, he, got, he got his too. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was hundred. It was hundred dollars. I don't know if he drank. I drank nothing but Coca Cola. I got two desserts because because I could. I'll buy you two desserts, Brian. Well, you. I think. I think that you should have to eat a bite of dessert. There is no. I would rather have an extra slice of pizza. That's my. You can that's have my both. Diet. Why not have both? Everybody always like. Why don't you eat sweets, Joel? Well, because see, I'm a big like keep it under a certain amount of calories. Like, I'm not really a one calorie bite counter. is not going to hurt you. I'm not really. Just listen. You, you always jump in. Hey, Dad, you stay over there and you listen to me. Here's my diet. Stay under a certain amount of calories. You know. And so instead of going for the pie, I would rather have another slice of pizza. Right. That's just my thing. I get that. Your thing is put the pizza aside and eat the dessert. No, my dessert. My mind is I'm going to eat as much pizza as I want, and then I'm going to have dessert. And and see, once in a while doesn't kill you. Yeah, yeah but see, I, I'm just a big uh, stick to my ways kind okay, of dude. Okay. So okay, well, I mean, don't don't like to get outside my there, lane. I'll, I'm gonna order dessert. You, you have to watch dessert. me eat it, and I'll order you my dessert that I'm uh, not going to eat and give it to I you. I don't need two desserts. That's they don't have, Didn't you literally just say you ordered They two had desserts? like little desserts. It was like a little chocolate mousse, like a little cup of it. It was really good. But it was enough that I didn't feel like a... a, I, it's a not glutton. Like, yeah, it's not like I ordered a whole cheesecake and said, bring me another one or something. <laughs> you know? Something like that. I do Although love, if I was going to eat a dessert, it'd be cheesecake. I do. Oh, I love cheesecake. And I know we talked... I don't remember if I was on the show or off the air. We talked about I cheesecake got a friend, the other day. But. She, she makes cheesecakes. And uh, she was showing one off she made. And I was just like, I want, I want one for my birthday. I told Jennifer, I was, my wife, I was like, you don't have to make a, a cake or anything if, if you can get Alex to make this. And she was like, okay. And then Alex was like, okay. And I was like, no, nah, I don't know if it's going to happen. But hopefully. Fingers crossed. Dessert rankings. Is cheesecake number one? Yes. Dessert rankings. Impromptu dessert rankings coming incoming. 
Number one, cheesecake. Number of, two, of any kind. Does it have to be like a certain? I mean, I, I, I won't. I won't turn away a strawberry. Yeah. Glaze over the top or blueberry glaze. I, I love blueberry. Blueberry glaze is, is fantastic. Thing. Number two, ice cream. Again, any kind. Any kind. I mean, everybody has your favorite, but my my yeah. favorite, you know, whatever. Number three, German chocolate cake. Ooh, I think you overrated it. I love German chocolate cake. Love it. Number four, cherry pie. Number five, chocolate chip cookies. Those are the my official dessert rankings. Okay. Okay. I, I don't do it much, mm-hmm. but cheesecake, I, I agree with you. We have a consensus number one. Okay, very good. Uh, number two, I'm actually probably going to go uh, a caramel pie. Of some kind. I've never had a caramel or, or, pie. Or, so. or caramel cake. Either way. Caramel cake, yes. Uh, e- either way with that. You know who makes a good I don't caramel really cake? Care. So I guess that's two and three. You can put them in either order you, you know want You know who makes to. a good caramel cake here in Starbull? The, the Who's that? I should Spotlight say. Spotlight Cafe. Really? They do yeah. caramel cake over there? Yeah. They, they have homemade cakes every day. Yeah. So I, they have rib tips and cake. That's 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 fantastic. My uh, my fourth and fifth mm-hmm. are, are going to be like something that's near and dear to my heart here. Okay. Mom's makes? Yes. Uh she used to, she used to make me for my birthday mm-hmm. like this uh it was basically a chocolate cake uh-huh. with like this chocolatey whipped cream kind of ice and with Ooh. like chocolate chips on top. Oh. It was the bomb. Yeah. So that that's on there. And it, uh, this Does is, Mama Coleman listen to this? Uh she doesn't even read the stories I write. So I'm pretty okay. sure she Okay. Well, if you could just part. tell her my birthday is Saturday. <laughs> I'll take that cake too. Um uh, but but five or four, you can yeah. alternate these either way. And I'm sure multiple people have had these before, but they're like chocolate oatmeal cookies. They got like peanut butter and stuff in them too that she made. Okay. She used to make them growing up. And I got I got a switch by the way. Weight and those things. Number five, chocolate chip cookies are out. Chess squares. Ah. I love chess squares. I knew love. that, and I forgot about that. I yeah. forgot. I forgot your love for chess. Ah, squares. I love chess squares. Fantastic. There you go. Those are the official dessert rankings of Thunder and Lightning. That was a rumbling question for me, I guess. Yeah, it basically was. I don't have a problem with that though. All right. So that leads into... Speaking of the rumblings, that is tomorrow's show. Egg Bowl, Thanksgiving, gift giving, anything you need to know the answer to, Joel and I will be happy, for the most part, to answer your questions and uh, put the answers up here. So get those questions in early and often, and we'll be happy to take care of you. Also, not on the show, show we'll, we'll do sort of what we did with Coach Lamonis. Uh, our interviews, my interview will be, be with Ben Garrett. Both of us will be with uh, Brian Scott Rippey. Some egg bowl preview. We'll look at. Uh, I want to. We're going to talk to Rippy about the Ole Miss offense. We'll talk to, to. I'll talk to Garrett about the Ole Miss defense. And get look at both sides of the ball, and uh, take it from there. That sounds like a plan. It does. We can do that. We can do it. All right. Talk to you guys tomorrow for Joel for the award winning Joel T Coleman. Soon to be. Soon to be. When's that get announced? I don't know, but that ten pounds of gold is going around your waist. And with a tear in my eye. That's right. That'll be the best day of my life. All right. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. For he is limitless. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.